Hello everyone, I am Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today, we got to talk with Christina Lachaga, or as her fans might know her, the girl with the big pink heart. When she decides to do something, she does it with her whole heart, whether it's learning new languages, figure skating, or her music. She started performing at the age of three and hasn't stopped since. If you want to roll down the windows and jam out to some pop tunes, then Christina Lachaga is the artist for you. Without further ado, Love You More by Christina Lachaga. In the morning, I love you more. Glowy smile, rays of sun, and nothing's brighter. Day has begun, oh, asleep behind. No surprise, sharing all, no disguise. In the morning, you're my sunshine, oh, oh, oh. Christina Lachaga. That is correct, right? That is how we say that. Um, thank you f- so much for being on with us. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and ask a little bit more about you, and then we'll slowly, gradually get into your music. Sounds great. Okay. Looking forward to it. Okay. So how many languages do you speak? <laughs> gosh I was wondering if this was ever going to come up in an interview because I haven't really talked okay so I speak Spanish I'm learning okay English Spanish Russian and I started learning Japanese and I know like the tiniest tiniest bit of 
Korean. I, I for like a little tiny bit, I learned a little of that after like the Pyeongchang Olympics. <laughs> so is that something that you can pick up relatively easy if you know so many languages? I mean, um, I don't know. I think I started doing Spanish when I was in high school and I studied Spanish for seven years and, and I was in like Spanish Honor Society doing that. And then I just, I would just became really interested in language learning like two years ago. Like I, I picked it up again and um, I started with Korean just like a little bit because I was watching the Olympics and that's kind of what picked that up again. And then I started doing Russian because my favorite figure skater who had competed at the Olympics is Russian. And, and, and so like I just started learning different languages and yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I have such an interest for it, and I think that kind of um, is what got me. I don't know. It's it's kind of easy for me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting because a lot of a lot of people who do speak like multiple languages normally learn like a second at like a really young age. So the fact that you did that in high school and then just decided, you know what, we're gonna learn four more. Why not? <laughs> Like, that is extremely impressive. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't learn it at a super young age. I mean, we had, like, a little Spanish at school when I was when I was younger, but, like, not enough to really say it counted. Like, if we sang one more time the song about the days of the week in Spanish, I was kind of like, <laughs> okay, we, we can move on. Um, yeah, but, I, yeah, it's something that I've really been interested in. I really love the idea of being able to use it in my career and use it in the future, um, traveling and performing and, and communicating with fans it's, it's just something that I really love and and I'm really anxious to be able to once once the pandemic's over to be able to get traveling and start um start using it in a, a world world uh platform so that's what I'm looking forward to yeah that was a great opening question <laughs> <laughs> well you you gave us your hobbies and language learning as a hobby I was not something I think we were really expecting. <laughs> so, like, that's that's interesting. Um, I'll, I can you teach talk... you some after. <laughs> I I am awful at language learning. <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how well that would work. Um, you talked about your favorite uh, figure skater being Russian, and you told us that figure skating is something that you're really interested in. How did that happen? Um, so I actually became um, interested in figure skating when I was little, really, really little. My mom took me to to the rink when I was super little. Um, I remember wearing like a snowsuit and I had, we found my first figure skates. They are so cute and they were like really, really high quality. Like looking, like looking back, like those were really nice blades. <laughs> um, we just <laughs> found them and uh, we were cleaning some stuff out. Yeah. And so then, um. I just kind of like, it's kind of like come in and out of my life as I've grown up. When I was like 12, I started skating. Um, and then I booked the national tour of the musical Gypsy. So like I skated for like probably nine months. And then at that point, and then went on to travel and perform. I did bring my skates with me at the beginning, but then we realized that that was probably not the best idea. Cause when you read the contract, you're not supposed to engage in anything that <laughs> could, could get you injured. <laughs> So we kind of realized maybe not the best idea. I, I kept them on the road with me for a little bit, but then we're like, I don't, I, if anyone finds out I'm doing this, I'm <laughs> probably not in a good, good position with that. Um, and then, yeah. And then um, just in the past, like five years, I really got into watching the, um, the figure skating. It's usually on, on the weekend starting in about October and it goes through like March. Um, 
if we honestly like I could be on a figure skating podcast right now because I just it's like it's, I'm hardcore passionate about it and if I talk too much about it this this podcast might go off the rails a little bit with your topic um yeah but yeah I love it I and I've been skating again um since like 2018 um not right now I, I haven't been to the rink this year um just everything going on but yeah it's been it's it's something I love um I really love being able to like jump and spin and skate um and and I'm really inspired when I watch all the different skaters I've really had some amazing opportunities when they've come to our area to be able to go in and learn from them and and take some classes I actually we went up to Canada to watch a competition and also go to the Stars on Ice show where I met said figure skater Yevgenia Medvedeva who's from Russia I actually got to meet her and speak to her in Russian so that was really really exciting and um yeah, really, really cool. And yeah, so I got to skate when I was up there, not in the show, but you know, in the future, uh, <laughs> Stars on Ice, feel free to give me a call. I could sing live, then strap the skates on and let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's something I love as well. Honestly, like those hobbies I gave you, like we could just like have a whole separate show, just like everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like meeting your absolute favorite figure skater? And being able to, you know, utilize that other hobby of speaking a different, <laughs> learning and speaking a language. Okay, so I'm going to be super honest. I'm so glad that I pushed to go to this last year. It was in 2019, May 2nd, 2019, Montreal, Canada, well, Laval, Can- um, Canada, and Quebec. And um, <laughs> I'm so glad I went last year because this year's got canceled. So that would have been not happening. I honestly was so excited to see her skate we had like front row tickets for the show and then afterwards we did the meet and greet and I honestly I have (laughs) when I went up to talk to her I gave her like a gift bag I had her sign some stuff I spoke to her in Russian um then obviously we transitioned over to English she speaks English really well which is amazing she um, also was training in Canada for like two years so that was that helped um but honestly (laughs) we wanted to get the picture and I I asked her in Russian, can I take a picture with you? And then my mom goes, right before we take the picture, she goes, she's been waiting so long to meet you. And I literally, I like <laughs> teared up. I have never cried when I've met somebody, but I was so excited. And like, she, she was, she's so inspiring to me. And I just, she really um inspired me to get back into figure skating and really, she's just, if you go watch um, any of her, especially her Olympic gala, I love it. Um, it's the, she's all, she has like this whole black outfit. I love that program. But yeah, when I, I've never cried when I met somebody and I did. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, like this is, this was, this was exciting. This was very memorable. And actually she wore the shirt I gave her um, to the airport the next day. I saw some pictures on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that was, that was really special. So thank you, Evgenia. Yeah, so it was really, it was really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, um, so you said, okay, now I don't know if this was a joke or not, but you said for the people who do the ice shows to, to hit you up. Is that, is that something like you, like ice shows not necessarily figure skating, but you know how they do like musicals on ice? Is that You know what? That'd be kind of cool. I honestly think that would be really awesome. I uh, there's actually a um 
yeah, so there's a show actually down in Nashville, and it's a it's a fundraiser for Scott Hamilton's um, foundation that he has, Scott Cares, and um, it's actually with Cheryl Crow, and it's held at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, and honestly, they do, it's a mix between all the figure skaters, and then they have Cheryl Crow hosts, performs, and has, like, all these other musical acts and bands. That would be a dream. That would be so cool. And also, figure skating is, like, really big over in Japan, and so, and music, like, pop music is obviously so big over there. So, imagine, like, I would be living my best life (laughs) going over there and just, like, combining everything. I'd be, like, speaking Japanese, I'd be skating, I'd be singing, I'd be, (laughs) I'd be, like, honestly, big concert. Honestly, you guys need to help me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this that would be so amazing, and um, oh my gosh, you you got me, you've got me looking into the 2021, 2022 <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> ready to go already? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's too funny. I hate to push the conversation away from figure skating. Oh God, I know, right? <laughs> But um, you said you enjoy editing videos. Yeah, I totally. Yeah. So I actually. Okay. So this this like stems back to a whole different thing. So when I was in high school, I originally was going to graduate high school early. And it's really funny because now with everything going on with um, like the pandemic and everything, it's so funny because the schedule that everybody has now, as far as like this um hybrid between online and in person is something that I fought for back when I was in high school so because basically what I did was when I would this this goes back to your question so so basically um when I was a freshman in high school I was auditioning in the city and doing classes and um and writing music and all this was starting to to like come to fruition and I had just gotten back from the tour that I mentioned before um and and the whole thing is, is that in order for me to go into the city, it was really difficult to get out of school at two o'clock. I know that sounds like relatively early, but like I couldn't get into the city to do the auditions and, and, um, and the, you had, you couldn't miss a certain amount of classes or you would basically have to repeat the class. So basically what I did was I said to my school, I really need to have all year long, the fourth period free. I need to have a study hall. So what I did was that's what I did. And, um, and so I was doing like my English classes online. Um, I did a film class at a community college. I did a digital multimedia class online. I did a lot of classes to like make up for that. And so the original plan was I was going to graduate early. I didn't end up graduating early. I chose to stay. And that's actually one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And it, it really surprised me because like all all three years leading up to senior year, everybody knew I was going to graduate early. I was doing this crazy schedule <laughs> that no one else, that no one else dared ask for. Um, and then one of the classes that I took was, um, well, I guess it was a different form of digital multimedia. It was about editing videos, some a little bit of coding, like stuff like that. And if I had not stayed through my senior year of high school I never would have probably gotten into video editing um I edit all my music videos I edit all the stuff that you see there's only like 
one thing that I use now for like the beginning of my concerts that I I was in such a crunch I had someone else do it for me but like so far everything that you see that I post and um, share is stuff that I personally have edited on my vlogs and everything I love editing I I really I have like a I don't know (laughs) I like it's it's interesting I really um have like a certain style like I know when I want things to be cut (laughs) um yeah and I look I really look forward to in the future like working with different people to create some different projects and and direct videos for myself and and work with like I I can't wait until like I can get into like a studio again and and really work on that and maybe work with some other people to have I have these like big these like big ideas but it's like a little for me right now it was a little difficult to do so now I'm looking forward to using that experience and bringing that to the table so long story short is if I didn't if I graduated early I probably wouldn't be doing that (laughs) you have a lot of things for one person to be extremely passionate about (laughs) I know right yeah I don't know I think I do everything wholeheartedly and if I don't like it I don't do it so I think anything that I am involved in I'm definitely passionate about or it's probably I'm like all in or all out so (laughs) so I guess that goes with performing too so how old were you when you started performing oh my gosh okay so I started performing first hit the stage when I was like three so I did ballet (laughs) The, the typical thing and I my mom has all these pictures and she's like you loved it I basically ran back and forth on stage and had a cute fairy costume glitter in my hair I was, I was definitely rocking it. Um, but as far as music goes, um, I did choir. I did um, all that until about like when I was nine years old is when I started singing what I would call professionally, um, where I started taking voice lessons. I started auditioning. I started um, doing things like that. And then when I was 11, I got a manager in New York City. It's actually, you like the Jonas Brothers, right? Okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. That's what I was like. That's not even a question. I don't even know why I asked her that. Um, so I had the same manager as the Jonas brothers when they were auditioning for stuff in the city. I think we like, I think if I'm correct, I think our contracts probably overlap by like a year. I don't, I, who knows? I could have auditioned with one of them way back when I first started. They could have auditioned to be my brother for like a commercial or something. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I was like, I think she likes to, I know she likes the Jonas Brothers, but I don't want to <laughs> look like I know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so I started singing when I was nine, and then after, I was really inspired to start writing music after I saw Demi Lovato and Camp Rock. Um, I really, yeah, something about that just really hit me hard, and I'm like, I didn't, up until that point, I think a lot of the pop stars in the industry were not, like, I loved the music that Demi did. It was, like, pop rock. It was... She had a similar vibe to me at the time. Um, and she was just something that someone that really inspired me. And when I got off the tour um, that I keep mentioning, I keep just going back to that, <laughs> must be a really big turning point in my life. Um, <laughs> um, I really just started writing music. And then when I was about, like, 16, I kind of transitioned out of doing musical theater. And I started moving into... Uh, releasing music, performing. Um, I did a lot of performances, 
like locally there was a place called Luna's that I perform at a lot and I had a live band at the time and and I just loved it so much and it just all transitioned into everything I'm doing right now and I'm just so so grateful that I had all these different opportunities and and all these different experiences that kind of have led me to where I am right now so it yeah it's been really it's been a journey and it just continues to be when we go to Japan we'll just like you know <laughs> like, wow look at that she she manifested that on the podcast on <laughs> little known tracks uh, yeah Heard it first here. She's going to Japan. There we go. <laughs> so two things that I think we're a little curious about. Yeah. Are the two things that you have like your name like specifically attached to, which is girl with the big pink heart. <laughs> yeah. And I believe the other one was a, um, was it the sticks and stones? Is that correct? Or was it? Well, yeah, Six and Stones, but Fire Heart Stream, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that was it. Okay, so the girl with the big heart. I'll start with that. I'll go there first. Okay, so um, back when Justin Bieber was on his first world tour, I can't believe to say this. This was back in 2010. This was 10 years ago. I <laughs> cannot believe this. First of all, I can't believe 10 years has flown by, but that's crazy. So yeah, when I went to Justin Bieber's concert, I brought a big pink heart cutout sign um and for everyone who's listening at home i am demonstrating with my hands this big pink heart sign you can't see it because you're not gonna see the video but it was it was good um very accurate so <laughs> so basically i had this big pink heart sign and i held it up the entire concert super dedicated yeah and and so basically at the end of the concert last song it was the encore and it was he was gonna perform baby and um the lights went up and he's like who wants to be my baby and he picked me the girl with the big pink heart he didn't say the girl with the big pink heart i think he said the girl with the big heart or the girl with the pink heart i can't remember exactly what he said right this minute but um but basically that's how i became the girl with the big pink heart and everyone like i like literally got on my chair and was like I couldn't go on the stage. I didn't get to meet him. So we'll also be like, Justin Bieber, hey, how are you? <laughs> um, and so and so when I was leaving the concert, all these girls were like, oh my gosh, it's the girl with the big pink heart. And so that's kind of how this whole thing started. Um, and I just, yeah, I love, yeah, I love Justin Bieber's music and, and, <laughs> and it fits my personality, I think a lot. So <laughs> um, it's it stuck. The name stuck. And it's, yeah, it's, it was a really special moment. And I think it's really cool how, I think something that I take from that as I go forward with my music is like, I think it's really cool to create like special moments for people. I think, you know, you never know, like by pointing something out to somebody or, or saying something or, or creating a special moment, like how that will impact somebody else. And like, to me, to know that like, he didn't know I was doing music. He didn't know I was doing any of this stuff. But, like, to know that someone who is, at the time, you know, doing this huge arena tour, it pointed out this girl with a big pink heart sign. Like, obviously, he didn't know any of that was going to come out of it. But I think it's really cool that giving someone the, I don't know, it kind of giving them, how do, how would I explain this? I can't explain it well, but... But being able, being able to make that moment 
Make that something. moment. There we go. I can't think of the word that I'm trying to go with. I think if you listen to what I'm saying, the recognition, <laughs> recognition, obviously not for my music at the time, but just, just pointing somebody out and making them feel special and making them feel seen. I think it's a really important thing. So thank you, Sydney, for helping me out with that. Um, yeah, that's what, that's something that I try to do as much as I can <laughs> as I go forward. That's an amazing story. Like Justin Bieber. I I can't believe it. And I actually brought this sign to two other things. I went to his concert that same summer in Albany, New York. And we were actually a lot closer then. And he I think he saw it because he pointed at me. And I wore the same outfit because I was kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll recognize me. <laughs> um, he did point at me. And then I did – I brought it. I actually went to his concert filming when he was filming for the um, – it was like the following year. He was filming for his move, his concert movie, and I brought the poster again. I don't, he, I don't think he saw me that time, but it was, it was just like really cool to, to have that moment. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was really He's, exciting. So one, one day when I meet him, I'll be like, hey, do you remember me? me? <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. It, do you still have that sign? I do have it. It's somewhere. It's somewhere over that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Just pointing to like our dining direction. room area. It's it's somewhere. <laughs> I do have it I'm at the. I think when I went to the concert, um, it was at M- Madison Square Garden, um, when he did the concert filming, and I went like they did like a special filming that um the day before the actual concert to make sure they had all the stuff, and I think I wrote on the back of it so it's like not in its pristine condition, but I wrote like um I was your baby at the I think the Trenton concert. I don't I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but yeah, <laughs> I was like. in an attempt yeah an attempt (laughs) so i think one thing that we've noticed is that you have performed like a lot now and you keep going back to the tour right yeah um how does it how does it feel to have performed like one on such a big tour and two like with a lot of people that I I believe if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people that you listen to and do admire in like the sense of music. Which tour are we referring to? So I was referring I was referring to the Gypsy tour in the sense of the tour, but just in in general, like you've performed with a lot of people. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, no, I just want to make sure I want to clarify. So yeah, I was like fine. speaking to the right thing. Um, yeah, it's been um. So, like, a lot of the performances that I've done have been, like, these big, like, one-off events that I've done. And then I've done um, a lot of tours where I've worked with a lot of artists that it's so exciting to see what they're doing X number of years later. Like, four, five, six years later. Um, It's so incredible to be able to, like, honestly, just, like, chase your dreams and and be able to perform on these stages and and work with all these amazing people I think what's really interesting is that I started I started performing with a lot of people back in like 2013 um a lot of different artists and some are like I like see them on tv or I see them on like instagram doing some really cool stuff and it's really incredible to to know that you were able to like share the stage with them and and uh it's really it's really cool to be able to see everybody 
like creating their own path. I think it's really amazing. And yeah, and I'm so grateful for all of that. It's it, I love being able to either open for people or like per, share this share the same bill. It's really cool. Like cuz um when I first back in like 2013 and 2014, I did like an anti-bullying tour that went to middle schools um and high schools across the country. And so it was really interesting because before that, I had I had it was like obviously it was like solo artists or like groups or like duos or or like there was an occasional band but leading up to that I really had never been on like a tour with other artists doing something like that and so it was so exciting to (laughs) it was so different because I used to like just kind of like prepare by myself and and be by myself and um (laughs) prepare by myself and, and and be by myself and then you get into this group environment and and it's so different to have it's I felt like um I felt like we were at like jingle ball every day <laughs> it wasn't the, obviously wasn't the same same stage but we were performing for like a thousand two thousand kids at a time and um so you really felt you got that same vibe um we just gotta you know get my music on z100 and then we'll do that and so but if you like when we were down in san antonio we were doing some school there were like two thousand kids in the in like the gym you you got the same um reception and the same vibes that was yeah I love that and I just love seeing all my all my um my friends from that like being successful and and doing their thing and being awesome (laughs) so you did that tour and you also do a lot of um work with like the Girl Scouts can you talk a little bit about like the shows you do with them of course yeah so um I'm a former Forever Girl Scout. I'm actually, as of June of 2020, I am a lifetime member of Girl Scouts. Um, so that was, I was really excited to do that. So yeah, I've I've loved being able to perform um, at different Girl Scout events. I got to perform at the National Convention back in 2017. Um, it was out in uh, Columbus, Ohio. It was at the big uh, convention center. It was crazy. <laughs> the stage literally looked like... Um, it was, I felt like I was at, like, the Nick Choi- Nick Kids Choice Awards or something. Like, it was, it was an epic stage. I, and I have, like, we were looking throughout this whole thing. We've been, like, going through old footage and just kind of trying to, like, sort everything. And when I look at that footage, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so, so cool. Um, and I just love being able to perform and meet these girls. I really, I, when I was a Girl Scout, I loved having the opportunity to, to like meet different people and explore different um paths going forward but I think what's so cool is I love being able to inspire young girls to follow their heart's dream and by by going back and and doing these special performances I do a lot of cookie rallies I do like there's an event down in Savannah Georgia called Quest Fest um I actually (laughs) did that virtually this year it was so cool we um we actually went to a local theater and we we did the concert as though we were down in Savannah and they broadcast it um, out through Zoom to the girls that were tuning in from all across the country in Canada this year, which was really cool. And um, we all like did, it's like a really different event. You have to like totally look into it. It's like you would like do these quests throughout the weekend and go all over the place. <laughs> if you were in Savannah, you'd go all over Savannah. If you were, this year it was virtual, so you went all over like your town or whatever. And, um, yeah, it was so exciting to be able to do this virtual concert. And I was so excited and grateful to, like, know that I was in a... I was so excited to be on stage. Let me let me be, like, really honest. After, like, how many months? After, I mean, I hadn't... 
done a show since like the fall so yeah after like x months i was like oh my gosh i'm on a stage i get to perform with a mic it's i'm not in my kitchen um <laughs> it was it, yeah, it was really exciting yeah but i love working with the girl scouts and i'm actually gonna be doing some shows with them virtually um for girl scouts around the world actually um in december and january so the Girl Scout, the Girl Scouts just continues, and I, I love being able to work with them. They're so incredible, and and the girls are so so exciting, and and so excited to be there, and and it's so it's so much fun. So tell us a little bit about uh, some of your inspiration for music. Yeah, I mean, I think some of my inspiration for music really comes from the fact that I just love to write and I love to come up with unique um, little little uh, creative and unique lines and, and melodies that I think are, are memorable and catchy and um, something that I would personally love to hear on the radio or a song that I would love. So that's just something that I, yeah, I just love writing and sometimes it's actually really fun to write to a prompt um, to write a song to a prompt versus writing necessarily from personal experience. Although I do like writing from personal experience, sometimes it's really fun to write to a like um, either like your like someone gives you something to write to, or you look at a, an image or you, something like that. It's something. Sometimes it's you come up with something that you wouldn't normally think of, maybe based off some. Um, it kind of puts you out of your comfort zone a little bit, and sometimes you get some really interesting things from that. So, um, who are some of your personal, like, musical, like, the music that you aspire to sort of, again, I keep saying emulate, and I know that's not quite the right word, but... I know what you mean. Um, like, the direction or path? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, hmm, interesting question, good question. I personally really, I love... Okay, so some of the artists that I love, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, I want to go in that exact direction, but some of the artists that I love, I love One Direction, I love Little Mix, I love Demi, we just dropped Lovato, we don't even need to say it, just Demi. <laughs> um, they know. Yeah, they know. I love Jonas Brothers. Those are, those are some artists that I really have loved watching their careers, like, from the beginning, and so it's so so um, so exciting to see like the path and and the direction that their how their music has changed over the years and those are some artists that I really love going to their concerts. So I've never seen Little Mix in concert. I saw them actually at a radio show. Like really, we were like first row, like right in front of Jade. My mom was like, Jade's my best friend now, like her best friend, because <laughs> she was like right in front of her the whole time. Um, yeah. So I just love their music, and I think to have. Um, to have my, my career go in that direction would be so incredible. So those are some people that I love. Um, as far as, like, honestly, I think it'd be, like, songs that I'd personally love to have music. Some of the songs that I love. I love, um, a lot of the songs that Zed produces. I love, I know that wasn't the question, but it kind of goes into, like, maybe the direction of the music. Um, I really love the middle. I love clarity. I love 
um, Stay. Those are some songs. I've covered all those. So I, I think that I think that's definitely someone I I like the writing style. I, I like the songs. Um, I like my music tends to be pop rock, but I love covering any songs by like Demi, especially um, ones that go high <laughs> in the range. Um, so that's something I also really like. And I just also like experiment experimenting a little bit with different different styles not necessarily like like incorporating other styles into pop so I had yeah some some some, I have some new music that's gonna be coming out in the next year and I'm excited to share that so (laughs) so so what can you tell us about this new music new music so one song is definitely different than anything I've um released before it's called love you more so that's one song it's more acoustic it's more I would say it's more along the lines of like This Town by Niall Horan like more along or like Malibu by Miley Cyrus it's more in that direction so that one's different um I also have another song I won't say the name of it because like I don't I'm not that close I'm not gonna give that much away about it but it's actually really cool because it was originally so you, yeah you guys are getting like the teaser I've never talked about this um Originally, it was written to be pitched for <laughs> a, a commercial over in in South Korea for a beverage, and if it if it was it's a it's a pop song, but it was K-pop, a lot of K-pop influence in both the writing and the style of the lyrics and 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 yeah, I, I really love K-pop. I love BTS. I love Blackpink. So that was really exciting to. I didn't get the song did not get selected, so I kept the song. And if it had been picked, it would have been translated into Korean. I wasn't going to do the translation, guys. No worries. <laughs> no, I'm not that, not even close to that with that at all. But, um, yeah, so that's really interesting. I really like the vibe of the song, and it's totally... That's also really different than anything I've released before, too. Um, and then I have another song that's more, that's more similar to what I've released in the past. Um, so those are some of the songs. Oh, and I have another one that is different as well. Yeah, so, like, everything's a little bit different, but I have so much music just, um, sitting on my phone that's gonna get produced sooner or later, fully written. I, I'm really looking forward to working with and collaborating with, collaborating with, um, writers and producers and, and working on getting that, um, released. So that's my aspirations for the new year. Just a little bit of a little bit of an experimental EP. That's what it sounds like. Just a little bit. Yeah, I think they'll definitely be released as. Well, okay, no, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> one's gonna be released with something else, but yeah, they're mostly gonna be released as singles. I think, unless, but who knows? You know, I might just change my mind, and I'll be like, I didn't. I what I said on there. No, we changed our mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, yeah, if I put them all together, it'd be kind of, it'd be definitely different. I think they're better off being their own separate things. <laughs> yeah. It would so, be very exper- experimental if they were all together. <laughs> so you said you have a lot of stuff fully written, just lying around, and you told us you go off on tangents? So, okay, so tangents, okay, that's, okay. That's interesting that you read it that way. So, um... What I call tangents, okay, so in my phone, if someone were to, like, steal my phone, and you searched in, like, my notes, I have, like, 
I have, um, I title it, like, tangents. And so what I mean by tangents, it's more like if I had a notebook and I just, like, have my random ideas for, like, a song or something random that I, I think of or a creative line, I'll, like, write it in there. And so, like, recently, I'm not, I'm talking, like, in the past week, I sent them to my email and printed them off. And so when you emailed me to ask a little bit about, like, for the profile, I wrote that because I'm like, yeah, I have, like, these tangents. Um, so that, it's more, um little ideas that eventually could become a full song or eventually could be used in a song so it's more like ideas and and i call them tangents. so are they lyrics are they like ideas for melodies and yeah yeah they're they're lyrics and then yeah i have my my phone my phone should honestly just be shipped to a really amazing producer and just be like you go through this and you just like go for it because I have so many ideas and so many different sorry I was <laughs> fidgeting over here um I have so many ideas and so many different songs that are just like I just need to find the right person that I think should work on you know each particular song but yeah so that tangents yeah it wasn't like <laughs> that was funny I don't like go off on a tangent no um I just have a lot of ideas that I consider that that's funny well um sydney any other questions yeah so yes so (laughs) i as a huge big time rush fan i know that you were in the famous music video back in the day and then in 2014 you opened up for kendall and in 2015 right yeah at the New Jersey State Fair. What was that like going from like being in the music video where like you were having him sign something to like opening up for him at that show? That was actually such a funny experience. Okay, so first of all, just like Kendall and I have the same birthday, November 2nd, so it's coming up. It's uh, how many days away? What did, what did they say? October 29th, it's like, like, like three. 29th, 30, 31st, 1st, 2nd, five days away. So happy birthday, Kendall. And Caitlin Tarver. We all have the same birthday. I've yes, never met you her. do. Wait. <laughs> all three of you do. So the guy who who um who does um at the eye doctor place who would get your glasses, we went there today. It's his birthday on November 2nd, too. Wow. So it's what a day. everybody's day. birthday on November 2nd. <laughs> but um, go, um going back to the question, because I went off on a tangent. Wink wink. Nod nod. Um so basically, when I booked the music video for Big Time Rush, we were not told who it was going to be. I had zero idea. Um, I was a big fan of um, any show. I don't even know, was Nickelode- was it, were they even on at the time? Because it was, they used that, it in their first episode. That or, was a very, yeah, very early music video. Like, it wasn't even on the first album. It was just a single. Exactly. So that's what I'm wondering, if they were even on. Maybe they had been, like, aired the first episode or teasing about them because I didn't know who they were once they once they showed up so it was very early in the stages of Big Time Rush becoming Big Time Rush um and so we got to what was that park it's the park way down by NYU that has the big um is it Union Square I don't remember what but we went down there we were just told to be there um, the, there were a couple producers there, and they basically said, when this car pulls up, when this 
I think it was a taxi. When this taxi pulls up, or whatever it was, they're, these guys, um, they didn't say that. The artists are going to get out of the car, and you're going to run up, scream, um, be all fangirl, and, and get autographs. And it was so funny, because I had no idea who it was until they pulled up. And it was, it was so cool. And so, yeah, and I got a picture with them. Yeah, they're, they're all, honestly, like, that was, that was really, really cool. They were, they're obviously heartthrobs. Um, <laughs> and so, then when I found out that I was, how did that happen? I think I pitched that I wanted to perform at the state fair, and then it turned out that they needed an opener for the first year. Um, back in 2014, and so I got to perform, and I got to open for him, and it was, that was, like, the first time I had ever opened for anyone. Really? Um, and I had ever been asked to, to be put in that position, and I remember I had to get approval through, through first, through the fair, then through the management, and then directly through Kendall for that, so I was, like, really excited that, and it happened really quickly. It happened within, like, over the, over, like, 24 hours. It was, like, hey, I'm pitching you. Um, it was, like, from the state fair, hey, I'm pitching you to Kendall. If they say, if the management says yes, it'll go to Kendall. If, if he says yes, it's, it's a go. <laughs> so that was really cool. <laughs> and then the set, so, yeah, so that was exciting um, to be able to reunite in that sense. Um, oh, that's funny because Kendall Knight on the show. Anyway, um, <laughs> any Victim Rush fans, you'll, you'll get it. Um, then 2015, I got asked to go back and open again and it was really funny because back I think I was doing a cover of Made in the USA by Demi Lovato and I'd done my sound check and literally when I got off the stage he was backstage he was either I think he was doing his meet and greet at the time and he was like he was like oh about that like high note and I was like oh my gosh that was (laughs) yeah like I said going back to the Justin Bieber thing I think it is so incredible for established artists artists sorry established artists to be so be supportive of up-and-coming talent and I will never forget him saying that like that was such a confident confidence boost and so because he didn't have to say that he could have just kept going on with his meet and greet and kept doing what he was doing but it was really exciting to to have that like that moment like we said before yeah so it was incredible he's the sweetest um I can't wait to hear more music from them. Maybe one day in the future he could produce some music for me. That'd be cool. I'd love to work with him again. He's just so he's just so nice and it was and and so gracious to have me um back that second year. Yeah. So yeah, that was a really cool show too. I, I loved performing for that and the support. Like literally, I did how long ago was that? Five and six years ago? Yeah. Like literally, y'all you guys are still so supportive from then seriously it was such a great show thank you that means so much because I have like you guys have literally I know I go through my Instagram and when I see you guys like I I remember you and I remember like that you guys were at that show so a little background for everyone listening because I don't know if we said it but Christine and I met at a Heffron Drive concert in 2014 Yes, 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 yes. When um at the meet and greet, and I have photos with you. I have yeah. I was gonna say we're gonna put them up on our like <laughs> social media because if you because... need me to send me send you any from, I have them. So <laughs> please send them our way because that was what a great day. <laughs> 
thank you. Yeah, I was just so excited. Yeah, like I said, I never opened for anybody before in that sense. And I was I was over the moon to have that full circle moment. So it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. So Christina, where can we find you? Where can we follow you online? Yes. Okay, yeah. So you can follow me at Christina Lachaga and I'll spell it for you because people really have a fun time with the spelling of my name. K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A l-a-c-h-a-g-a and that's instagram facebook twitter youtube snapchat tiktok because you know we have to we can't just stick with one platform it has to be all of them and then my website is christinalachaga.com and you can also check out my music on spotify apple music they've done away with pretty much everywhere you can download so (laughs) go go find go just search my name wherever you listen to music and, and you'll find it (laughs) great um thank you so much christina again we really appreciate you being on and we really look forward to some of your new music thank you so so much this was so great it was so exciting to see you sydney and thank you so much alex for having me this was this was so much fun and i hope you guys enjoyed the episode thank you so much love you guys This has been Little Known Tracks. Thank you so much for listening. If you or a loved one want to be featured or know someone who should, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, do yourself a solid and follow us at LKTPod on both Twitter and Instagram. See you soon.